Good morning, everyone, and welcome to KXAN News Today. Here are your Tuesday morning headlines. Today, we could see body camera video of a deadly shooting on East 6th Street. Austin police responded to a call on December 16th of a man trying to take a gun into a bar. Police say that he pointed a gun at officers, and that's when they shot him. Today's the deadline for the Austin Police Department policy to release the officer body camera video. City of Buda is asking residents to start Stage 3 water restrictions. Depending on your address, the city Stage 3 does not allow watering between 11 in the morning through 7 p.m. And Texas could face another lawsuit if it moves forward with its enforcing new border security law. The U.S. Department of Justice sent a letter last week to government Governor Greg Abbott threatening a lawsuit over Senate Bill 4. It allows Texas police to arrest people for crossing the Rio Grande illegally. The feds say they would not move forward with the lawsuit if the governor agrees by January 3rd to refrain enforcing it. Our first of three storms to start 2024 arrives today. Good morning, everyone. I'm Sally Atlantis. And I'm Jayla Washington. And for Tom Miller, meteorologist Rich Siegel joining us. Good to see you on a weekday, my yeah, friend. Yeah, exactly. You've been welcome. talking about... You've been talking yeah, about... <laughs> Is it Saturday or Sunday? What's happening? <laughs> Uh, I know we've been talking about some rain on the way. Yeah, we have three opportunities between now and next Monday. Uh, mostly rain. There may be a few isolated thunderstorms that we'll have to deal with today. But right now it's dry. We just have passing clouds. will continue to increase across the region throughout the day. A little chance of rain this morning, but a higher chance. As a matter of fact, I've got the rain chance for this afternoon at the very top at 100%. So this is what's going on right now. Again, just a few clouds, and that's really about all we're seeing. Here is a live look from the West Shore Homes camera here at KXAN. There are the clouds that we're seeing. And again, no rain as we overlook the downtown skyline. 29 at San Seba, 32 Lampe as we start with some very cold air again this morning across the hill country 36 at mason 37 at leno 36 at georgetown 43 at camp mabry 33 at cameron 38 at giddings and 41 at lagrange it's a cold northeast wind that we have across the area that northeast wind is going to maintain through the day most wind speeds will be at around 5 to 10 miles an hour all right uh, i think the rain chances start to improve as we get into the afternoon but some of you especially in the hill country may see see a little bit of rain this morning moving into parts of Gillespie and Blanco County. A wet afternoon and evening forecast for today with still more rain to come and we'll be warming for the weekend. We'll detail it all in just a few minutes. Sally. Thank you. We have some breaking news out of Tokyo, Japan this morning. This is a live look that we're getting at Haneda Airport where a Japan Airlines passenger flame is a passenger plane rather is up in flames. It caught fire while it taxied on a runway. We're told all 379 passengers and crew on board were evacuated. Thank goodness from that plane, and they're expected to be okay. It was not immediately clear what happened, but there's still an emergency situation and smoke rising from the Haneda plane. Yeah, the Haneda is one of the busiest airports, by the way, in Japan, and many people travel over the New Year holiday. We'll keep an eye on that situation for you. And then also on this one, a SWAT situation is clear after the Travis County Sheriff's Office responded to a home on Slaughter Creek Drive in southwest Austin last night. Yeah, breaking news overnight. Neighbors are telling us around 8 last night they were under a shelter in place. We did reach out to the Sheriff's Office for more information. Israel's Supreme Court struck down a key component of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's contentious judicial overhaul. The court narrowly voting to overturn a law passed in July that would prevent judges from striking down government decisions 
that they deem unreasonable. That curbs the court's power. If the prime minister's government fails to honor the decision by the high court, then Israel could face a constitutional crisis when it comes to a fight with the war in Hamas. The law is extremely controversial and ignited massive protests like this one throughout the country in the months leading up to the October 7th attack by Hamas militants. Search for survivors continues this morning in Japan after that powerful 7.6 magnitude earthquake. It struck the country on New Year's Day and at least 48 people are dead. Residents have been warned to stay away from the coast due to concerns for tsunamis. Yeah, absolutely wild video that we're showing you. NBC tracks the latest on aid and rescue efforts as supplies are shipped into badly impacted areas where many are believed to still be trapped. I'm Megan Fitzgerald in London, tracking the latest on the most significant earthquake to hit the western side of Japan in years. Soon after the earthquake, Japan issued a major tsunami warning with initial fears that waves could top 16 feet. Nearly 100,000 people told to evacuate and seek higher ground. That warning now downgraded as the desperate search for people trapped beneath the rubble continues. This morning, a fresh look at the destruction. We'll have the latest coming up on today. Okay, thank you. Police in the city of Orange near Beaumont in southeast Texas are investigating the deaths of four people at a home. Well, police initially received a call just before 8 yesterday morning. And when officers got there, they found four people dead inside of this home that we're showing you there on the city's east side. Police say all four people appeared to have been shot and the deaths are now being investigated as homicides. They have not released any information on the victims so far. That includes whether the four were related. Texas Longhorns football season comes to an end in New Orleans. Now we're sad this morning. Which team is headed though to the Nationals and what is next for the Longhorns? Plus to look at a string of suspicious fires over the weekend in southeast Austin. We have new numbers from the Texas A&M Forest Service that show last year firefighters responded to more than 6,500 wildfires across Texas. Yeah, flames destroyed homes, apartments, and forced families to flee. Investigative reporter Kelly Wiley reports on the small volunteer fire departments fighting large wildfires with dwindling resources. In 2023, more than 200,000 acres burned across Texas. Still, according to Texas A&M Forest Service, it was less than half of what was destroyed in wildfires the year before. Despite fewer wildfires statewide, in Central Texas, crews were busy during a record heat this past summer. This year was our wildland year. Yeah, definitely. Um, we had the big um, Oak Grove, the 400 acre fire. It was one of the largest in the area, destroying at least one home and forcing neighbors to evacuate. I was prepared when we left yesterday, like fleeing for our lives. I um, was so numb feeling like I had lost everything. This truck has um, what we call a bumper turret. South Hayes Fire and Rescue Chief Robert Simonson was at the center of that response. The difficult thing was is that it just seemed like we'd get ahead and the wind would change. And we'd get ahead and the terrain would change. You know, you're sitting in the command post at, at, at dark and you're looking out and you're just watching the fire burn up the side of the hill heading towards Wimberley. You know, and you're like, wow, you know, we're doing all we can do and Mother Nature's going to win. The South Hayes Fire and Rescue Department has for years been run by volunteers using state dollars and grants to equip crews. 
The Forest Service provided more than 28 million to agencies for training, equipment, and emergency assistance over 2023, and another $1.6 million worth of equipment to volunteer fire departments, including Simonson's. This truck was purchased with a um, matching grant from the Forest Service. Still, the chief says small volunteer departments need more money. Our workman's comp is, is in excess of $100,000 a year. And smaller agencies can't afford that $100,000 a year. South Hayes Fire and Rescue has traditionally used volunteers. This year will be the first it uses both volunteers and full-time firefighters to manage fire stations. In Hayes County, Kelly Wiley, KXAN News. All right, Kelly, thank you. Well, in Texas, departments are considered a volunteer if it has less than 20 full-time equivalents. Now, this year will be the first time South Hayes Fire Department will have a combination of volunteers and full-time firefighters manning its stations. It also means it will no longer qualify for some of those state dollars. Well, love was in the air and in the water by a local couple says... The Barton Springs Polar Bear Plunge was their number one spot to get married. Dozens of new laws take effect here in Texas. What does it mean for you with this new year? Good morning, 445 is the time. Let's take a live look outside for you on this Tuesday, January the 2nd. Rich is here. He has the latest when it comes to your forecast in just the next few minutes. But first, after passengers again packed flights this holiday season, it's no secret that leisure travel is back when you look at the airports. But what is new when it comes to this year's travel season, where you might be headed as much as we head into the new year and hunt for those travel dupes? And duplicates is growing in popularity. Where can you get a similar vacation without the price tag? Travel Pro Casey Carr explains where to start. You're looking for similar weather, mm -hmm. similar geography, so mountains for mountains or big cities for big cities. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also similar culturally, so you're looking for sort of the same vibe. You know, people might just want uh, the cuisine or, or some world-class museums, a little bit of nightlife. So before you book your next getaway, stick around as we talk about some of the moments that today's show is sharing of the less travel destinations that are attracting globetrotters on a budget and experience the less crowded locales that the world has to offer. You traveled over the holiday season. How was the airport? Not Honestly, not as bad as I expected. There you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm always nervous around this time of year, but... Not bad at all. Thankfully. Good, good. Yeah. You made it home on time, so that's all that counts, too. <laughs> exactly. right, for some people who are um, beginning the new year, it marks the start of a new journey. One couple took a leap into starting a marriage. Literally. And <laughs> this was not your traditional wedding. Keg Sand photojournalist Tem Holcomb shows us how the duo traded in their fancy wear for bathing suits. So we are here at Barton Springs today for this special ceremony. We've been together eight years. We dated back in the 80s. May seem odd for a wedding, but it'll make sense in a minute. We went different ways. They would like to tell you their story. Jump forward now, 2015, I was starting a new life. I was newly single, and I was gonna do something very uncomfortable. I was going to do the polar bear plunge for the first time. I decided I was gonna do my polar bear plunge for the very first time on the same day. And we haven't let go since then. Aww. I'm standing down there ready to start a wild, crazy year, ready to jump in the pool, and I hear, Steve! Steve Smith! I'm going to do everything I can to make the rest of our lives fun, exciting, and as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> I turned around, and we've pretty much been together ever since. I promise you to push the boundaries of a normal life 
and live every moment with my best friend. And then we got engaged here. In 2019, I proposed here and she said yes. All right, everybody, if you'll follow us down to the pool's edge. I had no <laughs> doubt that this was where we needed to get married. I saw this sign said, life begins outside your comfort zone. And so this was outside my comfort zone, but we've, we've pretty much made that our motto yes. since we've been together. Janine, do you take Steve to be your husband, to love and honor for the rest of your life? I do. Yeah! Steve, do you take Janine to be your wife, to love and honor for the rest of your life? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> All right! One, two, three! Wow. Story this morning. Well, as you heard, the couple uh, the couple lives by the motto of getting out of your comfort zone, and that includes <laughs> mountain and rock climbing, kayaking, zip lining, and so much more. What a story what a to story. tell! Yeah. yeah. And for me, life begins outside your comfort zone. Thanks to you getting me to do those videos that oh we do goodness. on the weekend. Those videos. So <laughs> my life has just started. Our own little love story here. At those Instagram photos. You need to follow them. They're very sweet. Yeah, Jayla has opened up a new door for Rich. She'll have me Watch dancing out. in no time. <laughs> you know, I was a little sad driving into work this morning because I didn't see the tower lit. I couldn't watch the game because we had to get up early. I'm sorry. But now we have rain to talk about, and that will always bring a smile to my face. And so here we go with a live look from the Austonian. It is cloudy, 43 degrees right now in central Austin and downtown, heading to mostly the upper 40s to low 50s today. No rain yet. Uh, we see the first rains arriving in far west Texas around the El Paso area, extending uh, further to the east. There is an area of low pressure that is going to dominate our weather today. That low is moving through southeastern Arizona on its way into southwestern New Mexico, and it is moving to the east. Hopefully it won't take a jog to the northeast like the last few have done. So we're forecasting this is continuing to move to the east. Now the first rains arrive late this morning, and then we get into a better opportunity for showers and thunderstorms during the afternoon. This is uh, the middle of the afternoon. Then continue to see the rain overspread the area as we get late afternoon into tonight. Then this round of rain will leave between about 3 and 4 o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll be dry with a lot of cloud cover across the area on Wednesday. Thursday will be dry, but then by Thursday night into Friday morning, we start seeing the next, this is the second round of rain that we'll see. There could be a few thunderstorms during the morning, and then the rain should taper during the afternoon, leaving us with a dry forecast for Saturday and Sunday. Then we get Sunday night into Monday morning. This is round number three of this much-needed rain across central Texas. That rain continuing through the afternoon and evening, and then should start to taper by Tuesday morning, that Tuesday of next week. So the European model will be my model of choice, at least for now, showing about maybe about half an inch to three quarters of an inch in some of the hill country, and then some uh, one inch totals plus in areas, especially along and east of I-35. The model will change, but with three opportunities of rain, you got to believe that maybe these numbers will materialize today. Again, on average, our high temperatures will be in the upper 40s to low 50s, and then we'll be mostly in the mid and upper 40s to low 50s during the evening hours. All right, from the First Morning Weather Center today, it's a 20% chance of rain this morning. 
100% for the afternoon. There could be a few isolated storms. Northeast wind at 5 to 10. Seven-day forecast says is at 43 in the morning. That chance of rain tonight, by the way, 90%. Mid-50s with clouds on Wednesday. Near 60 with fewer clouds on Thursday. Rain back Thursday night into Friday. 70% chance of rain Friday. High 61. And then dry and mild over the weekend. So. Thank you. Investigators still trying to figure out what led to a person's death in Williamson County. The Williamson County Sheriff's Office tells us that they opened up a suspicious death investigation in the Round Rock area yesterday. Law enforcement were out at Arizo Drive north of US Highway 79 and near Curley Elementary School. The Sheriff's Office said there is no immediate threat to the public. And the Austin Fire Department is investigating a string of suspicious fires that happened over the weekend in a southeast Austin area. Take a look at the scene because this is over in the Jimmy Clay Golf Course where two different fires damaged lawnmowers and turf maintenance equipment. An early estimate of the damage totaled $400,000, but a manager with the Parks Department told our crew at the scene the damage is likely closer to a million. While working to put out that fire, additional crews, crews were called out to a nearby apartment complex for reports of a mattress and trash fire. Our photojournalist Lauren Ryan spoke with the property manager there, and he says that it's been vacant while they do some work there. But he and some workers have dealt with someone coming onto the property and even trying to burn some curtains just a few days ago, he says. An arson investigator confirmed the fire did start inside the property. Also over the weekend, a terrifying escape for a family of 10. According to the Austin Fire Department, two kids and eight adults narrowly made it out of a fire at this home in East Austin Sunday morning. They say the fire started after a cigarette wasn't properly put out. The department also says the home did not have working smoke detectors. Red Cross and Austin Police Victim Services have stepped in to help that family. Round Rock Police need your help identifying an armed robbery suspect. Police say a man speaking Spanish entered off of the East Palm Valley Boulevard in Round Rock around 8 o'clock on Saturday night. They say he had a gun and he demanded money. We have a look at the suspect. If you have any information on who this person is, they do want you to call the Austin Police Department to give them an idea. Well, the price to ship your letters and packages is going up in the new year, starting January 21st. The price for a first class Forever U.S. postage stamp will increase from 66 cents to 68 cents. The prices for domestic postcard stamps will also increase by 2 cents to 53 cents. And international postcards will increase from $1.50 to $1.55. You can also expect the price to send priority mail and other postal services to get more expensive. That's things like USPS Ground Advantage, Priority Mail Services, and Priority Mail Express Services. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Texas Longhorns' great season comes to an end in New Orleans. An absolute heartbreaker. Fans have been waiting nearly a month for their first ever college football playoff game, and their battle with Washington was an absolute thriller. It wasn't enough, though. The Huskies won 37-31 in the Sugar Bowl. Ending UT season, Washington will take on Michigan for the CFPF National Championship game on January 8th, that is going to be at the NRG Stadium in Houston. It was a heartbreaker. Mm, it really was. But it was an exciting game. It was. Yeah. You know what? And exciting for fans to be able to experience that with their team. Too. Exactly. I think exciting for some businesses, too, after seeing all those mm -hmm. Longhorn fans here in town um, after the tough loss as they come back to Austin against the Washington Huskies. And while they were helping boost business in the Big Easy, 
The game also brought a sizable boost to bars in Austin, setting them up for success this new year. So it's amazing. We, the moment people found out we got this far, uh, everybody's just been talking about wanting to watch it on our big screen. Good uh, kickoff at the beginning of the year. Uh, football's been great for us all, this whole this whole time, this whole this whole season. Well, even with most students still away for holiday break, you really couldn't tell. Look at that. <laughs> uh, they were there at bars near campus. Some people even coming all the way from San Antonio just to watch the game near the university with other UT fans. First organized in 1969, they only had 30 members in blue jeans and white shirts. They have stepped up the game. In fact, uh, they're long sleeves because it's Texas. They can be removed for hot days. So in other words, sun's out, guns out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Look familiar? We'll check it out. The Westlake High School Band made an appearance yesterday morning on national TV, the Today Show, during the Tournament of Roses Parade. As you heard, they got a shout-out from Al Roker himself, as well as Hoda during NBC's coverage of the holiday favorite right here on KXAN. Chaparral Band members are no strangers to big events around the world, having played internationally in England, Ireland, Canada, China, and even Japan. The parade came before the Rose Bowl last night. Michigan beat Alabama 27 to 20 in overtime. And that was also a wild day. So good. Yeah. All right. Well, for those of you listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Here's what else we're tracking at 5 on KXAN Today. When we can see video of the officer's point of view after the fatal shooting on 6th Street last month.